You're listening to the Alternative Stories and Fake Realities podcast. The Machineries of Joy, a new poetry collection by Peter Finch, published by Seren Books. In half a mile, take the second exit onto M4 towards Wales and the West. The idea of the West sprang from an opposing of ancient Catholic Europe. It was where the sun set, the end of the rainbow, the place where the sea fell off the world. The Americans had the idea that the West was their manifest destiny, the place they owned spiritually, economically, politically. For many in Britain, the West is where the world slows down. As you travel to it, it becomes a much nicer place. Head west and then keep straight on. The Road West. Coming out of London on the elevated roadway, amid the cameras from Orwell's future, west into sun, Radiohead on the player. I once thought this was the revolution come back, but turns out it wasn't. The surface flattens road full of local that'll drift off as the land gets poorer and the chalk gives way to green and brown. Beyond the cuttings are trees, long abandoned hill forts cluttered with bushes, scattered houses, pasture, crop circles from when the saucers were here done overnight by boys with skateboard and string listening to the roses but now packed with yellow rape and wavering corn. In the vortex out there beyond Swindon, signboards to the anonymous works exit. Ill-favoured road leading to a place whited out on the OS maps for weapon storage. A military fix where post-nuclear government control will sit. I would have felt annoyed once, knowing that I was unsafe while they were protected. Cheered my brethren there, chained to the fences with their banners waving. But right now, in the turbulent future, who cares? The West. The Downs. The long, green-sided slide across an England wider than I'd imagined with little on it but frost. A million have done this so often, this crossing. It's a walk in the park. RS up ahead, land of his dust. The train sliding south of me that would have brought JT. Bill Haley in 1957. Dylan once in a car before they built the bridge. West. Over the water again, the rocky water sliding like a line of gunmetal suddenly dug up. The bridge in its emerald shimmer. The sky. The seamless slip onto where I'm going. A place much slower than it once was. Not everything always gets faster. And faster is not always better. The road still straight or the illusion of that with rain on it now and the sun lost. 
arwyddion dwyieithog. They start the angels of our west. England finished. Wales instead. Road West number two. And the roads still west, clustered now with ancient names. They begin with Bryn, Ashd, Aber, Llis, Llyn, Llwyn and Llan. The landscape snuggling the hills looking down. Came here with Mac Lowe, fresh up from America, decades back on some mashup tour of Fractured Sound, me explaining the random to resistant audiences and him balancing books on his head. The way is more vital than the end, Alan Watts said, or something like. In the car, we pick up a student bound for home on her parents' Carmarthen farm, the veneer of slick fashion falling from her as the trees thicken up. I've got Diddley on some sort of eight-track Cliff had fixed. It's his borrowed car, no antifreeze. And the temperature out there is on his way down, past the lights of the cities, everywhere like frozen stars. We snap and click west, diddly dum, diddly wah, west and west again. Where the roads finally end and where the world lies down, but God keeps on. His towers pushing and his spires. The smokestacks ran out miles back. The skies are clear. Mac Lowe, hip flask on slumbers in the back. Books in a bag. Those places where the docks were everything and the land is scarred with steel, mill and pit. We've left them and the bridges from which they hurled rocks at the Polish truck drivers scabbing in coal in 84. And then all those towns and cities full of the living, filling their heads with the stuff of nothing. Because what else was there to do? We're beyond all that. West, where the land sits quiet and makes no comment, and the voices of the wild duck are ever so faintly white. Hendricks Island. Near the Lake Island, what was once a malarial swamp, the fallen tree is fenced, its pollarded bulk like a broken car. Last summer, in a storm of psychogeography, I brought the bike tour here, told them about Hendricks walking on that islet, no idea how he arrived or where he was. There's a plaque now, fantasy memorialized, island edge. They all nod. I read a lyric, the past, a palimpsest, fictioned into fashionable fact. I read the event reported later, internet somewhere, as if it happened, real now. Slight return. Yes. Yes. Uh, 
Clarksdale. I got there, pulled in next to the gas station where the homeboys snapped their fingers, stopped in the forecourt of a wrecked refrigerator store, fogged after 500 miles down 61, expecting a monument, found a cut-out guitar on a Rhode Island pole. No welcome to Clarksdale Cotton Town. No mention of Robert Leroy Johnson selling his young man's soul in exchange for 41 incandescent slides. At the record store, they tell me that the only blues on live tonight is white stuff. Okay, you know, been like that for a while. John Lee Hooker Lane empty. Muddy's shack moved on. They've got his guitar in a museum next to Charlie Musselwhite's shoes. The blues ain't nothing but big-legged mama down in this delicious data. Only now they're dead-end history, ghost riders. On the car stereo, their memory rattles and hums. sharper, but the house is smaller. Its front renovated, sandblasted, repainted, although its door, the one where most memory resides, stays lawnmower green. I must have crossed this threshold a thousand times. On up, a neighbour in socks is being told the bad news about his slates from a roofer poking in the eaves from the scaffold. Where the cutting once was is now a hedge and a row of crisp semis shimmering their double glazing at the brand new world. Are there traces I might have left from a whole childhood spent living here? Initials carved into a post, a damaged windowsill, some ghostly moats floating still in the Roth Park air. Nothing. Round the back where the past might still congeal among the rust and residue, they've renewed almost everything. I once painted my name on the lane tarmac in front door green, but the rains have long washed it. In a life, how much do you have to do to outlive it? They kept chickens next door and I loved them, but today no sound remains. A door opens and a face asks me what I'm doing here where housebreakers would walk. I say chasing the past. I used to live here. Do you remember me? 
he shakes his head. But at the top of the hill, the smoke from the train still rising as it trucks its coal to the Dockland Sea. I can see it, smell it, hear its gouts of grey and black, smuts, steam, on and back. I've written it now, and you've read it, so something remains. around here somewhere and the song stays wave on wave in the billowing air it's cogent and creased and crawling faint in the space between atoms repeating itself further and further it's out there now beyond venus e-string rattling the universe's dust I read that the far, far future when this world's gone would be a pea soup of broken particle, undulating, stretched from here to God and back in one blue bend. Lepton, fermion, boson, plecton, plasmon, hadron, sigma bottom, charmed prime, blind boy grunts exciton, Bob Zimmerman's quark. I put my ear to the wind. The song's still there. I can hear it strange and full of charm. sound of the man next door getting out of bed with his boots already on is really my Uncle Billy, who was killed by a shunted brake van and who I never knew. He came home from the yards last night with a belly full of beer. The chattering radio seeping up through the chimney cavity is actually my grandmother, the one who fell off a bus and cracked her head dead, sweeping the house clean of anything new that might have got in on the bottom of someone's shoe. The electricity leaking from the sockets and running over the floor like invisible lino is all still there. She feared it. So too the phone in the hall which she never used. She grappled with the 20th century by denial. The Titanic still sails. They're not on the moon. Billy isn't dead at all. He goes out and up the road in those boots just like the man next door. If she could, my grandmother would run after him with his packed lunch and tartan flask of tea. But she can't, because she's dead as well. Position will 
Machineries of Joy. Bach and his student assistant have set up the Machineries of Joy at the end of the pet food aisle at Sainsbury's. They offer industrial quantities of symphony and sonata ready packaged to all comers, but there are a few today. A woman with a home-knit cardigan and NHS issue stick admonishes JS for being way too productive. Her husband's many concerti, she complains, don't sell as they once did. This is, she says, because Bach's cost less. Outside in the sky, a great wheel of seagulls circle. The drinkers on the benches slumber. At home, a bald, bent man sits in his room, writing on sheaves of stave paper. This is his obsession. He knows it's all ultimately pointless because the kids don't listen anymore, if they ever did. But he doesn't care. Lily Feather, 
lemon moustache, made in Wales, mouse finder, Nancy boy, Monica, northern non-conformity, red ogam origami, oldsmobile, common oddball, piss pot, prime printer, Feathered pineapple, purple, quark, prince, print, quiddle. Quite a bright boy. Queen of feathers. Roger Quick. Rich Salter Roger. Similar Roger. Always Roger. Simple streaker. Stoop, stiddle twos, tight knit, smear, smew, trip totterer, tiny teal, under manager, Thomas Beckett, underwear, very fast duck, Upanishad undulator. Vile snipe, vicious whittle, forced, washer, wise owl, western eagle, Zrinanthemum eraser, Xerox beak, Yiddle yosh, zoom, zoom, zip, zip, babble, zip, babel. Machineries of Joy by Peter Finch. The poems were read by Gavin Duff, David Morse, Nedis Howell, and Chris Gregory. Soundscapes were created by Chris Gregory. You heard the voice of Peter Finch as part of the soundscape for the Road West. Sound effects were from freesound.org. The presenter is Nedis Howell. We would like to thank Peter Finch for his invaluable cooperation in the making of this podcast and for entrusting us with his brilliant poems. We would also like to thank Sarah Johnson and all at Seren Books for their ongoing support for alternative stories and fake realities. The Machineries of Joy is published by Seren Books in the UK on the 17th of February and in the US on the 17th of April. It will be available to buy from the Seren website, from Amazon and from good bookshops. Links will be published in the show notes for this podcast. If this is your first time listening to alternative stories and fake realities, welcome. We're a transatlantic podcast featuring audio drama, short fiction and poetry, all performed by our team of actors, musicians, and soundscape designers. We try to create immersive experiences for our listeners, 
and we pride ourselves on championing the work of writers, dramatists, and poets, working with both published and established creators and those still finding their voices. We've been delighted to work with the brilliant Peter Finch for this podcast, and we'd urge you to check out more of his work. Peter has been writing poetry for several decades. He was born in Cardiff, where he still lives. His work constantly pushes against boundaries, as you'll have heard in this podcast. Peter is also well known for his works on the psychogeography of Cardiff, but in Machineries of Joy, verse comes to the fore. To read more of Peter's work, please visit www.sarenbooks.com and www.peterfinch.co.uk. This is our second collaborative podcast with Saren Books, and you can listen to the first, a selection from Mary J. Oliver's memoir and poetry, Jim Neat, by checking our feed in your podcast app. We'd also appreciate if you'd subscribe, listen to our previous output, and consider leaving us a rating and review. We have plenty more poetry planned for the future, including a podcast featuring the work of Sarah Corbett and a couple of anthology editions. If you enjoyed hearing Naris Howell in this podcast, you should check out her new sci-fi podcast, Saren, the Welsh word for star, which she has written and appears in. Saren is available on all major podcast platforms. Alternative Stories usually appears on a Friday, but we'll be taking a short hiatus for a couple of weeks while we complete scripts, audition actors, and start recording for a couple of important new audio drama productions. The first of these will be an adaptation of Victoria Price's novella, The Angel's Calling, which we'll be telling you much more about on our social media feed soon. Our Twitter feed, where we're most vocal, is at StoriesAlt. We'll end the podcast with a short trailer for Saren. Please join us again soon on Alternative Stories and Fake Realities. Sir and this clairan an an twan in bread verth free uch ben ruined a well digged arnos ruined in harva go mortlos. My mum used to sing that to me when I was little. She named me Siren, you see. Means star. I'm still not exactly sure what she was thinking when she decided to name me star, but I doubt she ever thought that her daughter would end up flying through the stars one day. I'm sorry, Mum. I've let you down. I've let everyone down. Siren, a new sci-fi fiction podcast. Episode 1, coming in January 2020, with new episodes released every week. Thanks for listening.